This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Yeah, um, it's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) We share our thoughts on the new Angels and Airwaves acoustic EP. It's like the special editions of fucking, like, Star Wars. Like, Lucas, like, fucking up his own shit. Wow. Then we come down back to Earth and take a look at the old mailbag. Bottle rocket fighting a Taco Bell barking. (laughs) Nude bottle rocket, nude bottle rocket. (laughs) Take our pants off! Welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Whoa! Whoa! I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Uh, great to be back. Um, yeah, what's up? Well, uh, kind what's of... What's up, everybody? I was talking to... Not talking to you. I was talking oh, to Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, 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 the fans. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing all right out there. Uh, we're, we're doing all right. We're trying to survive. We're trying to survive. <laughs> we were all kind of expecting this guy. He's been promising his music for a while. Um, and kind of like half-heartedly been delivering on these promises, you know, like it's been like, or just not saying much of anything, you know? Yeah. It kind of goes on, but then it goes dark. Um, but yeah, fell out of the sky. Uh, of course, uh, y'all know out there, we're talking about the new brand new album, science fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, holy shit. Brand new release an album, Ryan. This doesn't happen very often, does it? It does not. And if Uh, you're not a brand new fan, why not? I hear the uh, there's uh, some civilizations that actually set their cl- uh, calendar by every release of brand new. Yeah, it's like almost it's a cycle. It's just as rare as uh, fucking total solar total eclipse. solar eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, you're we're both uh, fans of brand new here at the Take Off Your Pants and Podcast podcast. But I'd say you're probably the the more um, the the more seasoned fan. Yeah, it was definitely one of those bands. Um, and I would say the only one, I mean, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, <laughs> the only band of the emo era or like the, the I guess it was like second wave or third wave yeah. emo, whatever it was. That, that kind of was, era of, of what early was dominant 2000s. in alt-rock. You know? Yeah, in early 2000s, that has uh, kept it up to the point of like exceeding their genre and like... I I'm not I'm I'm thrice, Ryan. I'm no, playing de- I'm playing devil's advocate. No, like not even thrice. Um, I think this is well. Uh, thrice is pretty successful now. Yeah, that's true. Well, thrice went away for a little bit. They were kind of at that same point, a little bit of a different type of band, but in the same blood. And uh, they came back recently, like and doing really well in like weird like groups. It's strange with but. terrible music. They came <laughs> I back say terrible. I but. would, I'll go out there and say it as, as a fair weather thrice fan. You know, I've liked some songs here and there, but Oh God, I think this next one's like Nickelback. Yeah. It's a little bit in the nickel, more toward the Nickelback area, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. No, this we're talking brand about brand new. new. If you're not <laughs> familiar with brand new, we talked about it a little bit on the show, uh, but they just released a new album and it was random. Just like, like, yeah, they there's no, they don't talk to the press. These guys, there's no, well, we knew that they're, they, I, haven't they kind of like alluded to the fact that they've been working on one? Yeah. But really only it's those, like they've had two or three little singles drop. None of which are on over this. The, none are on this that within the last three years. 
and uh <laughs> and um and jesse during the jesse lacy the singer on the sh- during shows would say like oh we've been working on new music but just trying to make something good for y'all and stuff and like that's all they don't talk to press but if you're not familiar brand new um check out like it's one of those bands to listen to from like their first album all the way to now because it's a huge drastic change as it goes on um, where the first album, if you're a Blink fan, you'll probably love it. It's a straight up yeah. pop punk well, album. If you're a fan of, uh, let's say, Enema of the State era Blink or yeah. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, then yeah, you're really going to love that first one. If you gravitate more towards like self titled, you might prefer to start with like Devil and God because it's kind of true. But it's definitely dark, but uh, darker than self titled. But if you like that kind of, it's that I, same. I almost think Deja and, Inten- and Tundu is like closer maybe to the untitled. Maybe, way, yeah. Like, the reason I think of Devil and God is. It, it's that same kind of attention to detail with the craftsmanship of the production side of things. Yeah. Like there's just every, you know, you can tell they spent hours on it. Well, probably like days, but uh, they, um, <laughs> yeah, they spent more than one hour. <laughs> no. Uh, and this is, this is kind of the same thing. It's uh, not more so. Yeah. They, I think they're going to be list like they're the best band making music today. Um, like <laughs> that like, is a bold statement. And, uh, I came back. I came like I think the day this was released. I came back from like a walker. I don't even know what. And you were just like you were there, and you just listened to it like once or twice, and you were like, I think it might be one of the best albums ever made. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, I'm just and it made me hyped up on the Kool Aid. You know, it's it's been eight years since their last album. Yeah, Daisy and. Uh, they're just like a band that's grown with their fans and yeah um and like basically knows what to say before you even know it like like one of the things like uh like devil and god raging inside me which is like has finally become like this this was a good album like like <laughs> online at least cuz like it took like a like a while for like the masses to figure out like brand new's not just like the shitty little emo band from the like my high school days they actually became a really good band and uh and that album like for a lot of people i knew that were like into like these crazy religions and stuff like it made them like second guess like their faith and stuff like it's just like that type but it wasn't necessarily like the album did it but they were in that mindset and it like spoke to them and stuff yeah. and that's kind of what that is and then daisy gets a little harder and then this one it just it almost kept, like they almost like held, must have held on to it and like we need to release this is the perfect time we're releasing it when the world's gone to shit <laughs> and there's a solar eclipse happening <laughs> and uh it's it just speaks to a lot of different things of just um I don't know, like everyone's in yeah. like depression and it's just like, it's just really great. And, uh, I highly recommend it. It might not be up your alley if you're just like into like blink One Eight Two stuff, but, uh, I can't recommend it enough as far as, um, I would just say a really great rock album. Yeah. I would say if you're at all curious, check out, can't get it out. Probably that one, uh, or same logic teeth. Um, yeah, was, uh, I would say Pitchfork gave that best new music. They also gave the whole album best new music. Right. Um, yeah. Just this week. Yeah. Uh, if you're like, I mean, it's it's hard. Like for this album, if you're into more of the poppy, like or we want more of like a grounded song, either ch- check out "Can't Get It Out" or uh, "No Controls," another one. Um, but the rest is really amazing. yeah. If you're more open minded and you want to check out something more interesting, I would just say listen to the album then. Like yeah, it's 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 definitely an album that's from start to it's finish. An album. Like, it's, it's not an album a, album. It's not just like a song. Have, like uh, song I was I was telling you like uh, they have like these like kind of interludes that are. Um, I think really reminiscent of Godspeed You Black Emperor. Like, I feel like there's a huge influence there. Um, but uh, all that being said, we'll probably talk about uh, this album in pretty 
uh, long detail. Yeah, sometime we'll do it. Need, it needs to sit for a while, but yeah. I can't recommend it but enough. We're, yeah, and... we're going to talk about this one more, and uh, it's pretty exciting, and, and I think this gets the uh, strong uh, stamp of approval from this uh, podcast, a strong recommendation for all, any blink, blinkers out there. I think you probably like this if you like Blink. Yeah, and, if you, and especially if you haven't listened to them, start from the beginning. There's only five albums, yeah, and uh, they're all different, yeah. and... Uh, I think you'll at least find like one or two that you'll be like, I like this one the most. Yeah, I think stuff. they're they're very similar to Blink in that way that it's like if you like it, there's a fun arc to the career that they've been having. And, and that's my favorite type of music is like it's to see the arc of uh, or bands like to see, to see them change grow and change and, and never repeat themselves. And and that's what's great about this new album is that there's almost pieces of all their music I think in it. Yeah. But it also goes way far and beyond. Yeah, it's that. almost like they took like influences. Like they 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 almost the way they incorporate their um, past music to me in this album is almost like a uh, as if a different band were influenced by a lot of those other. <laughs> well, albums. it's all it's like a eulogy to themselves because this might this sounds like it's gonna be their last album, and uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna be their last. Album. It might. I think it's gonna be their last album for a while, but I don't think it's like gonna be their it'll probably be longer than ten years. I think it maybe. might be. It might be, but I think they'll do another album. Yeah, yeah, probably. But and just like for now, this is a great like close to this book with yeah. them. And uh, if they went out with this, like they it's could, certainly it's the sm- close of uh, this volume of brand new. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, I think you'll you'll enjoy the. I can't recommend it enough. Um, so check it out. Well, speaking of uh, kind of you know how it's so cool to watch artists grow and incorporate new influences, <laughs> um, and and change and do different things. Um, something else fell out of the sky. Yeah, uh, this week, and that's probably uh, what we're going to talk about <laughs> this week, um, and why why you're all here, uh, not to hear us talk about brand new on the Blingway Two podcast. Um, just change it to a brand new podcast. Yeah, <laughs> welcome next week on <laughs> Take oh, Off Your good... Pant. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Deja on Deja Pants on Ten. Yeah, I don't know. Take apart your head. Take off, take, take apart your head, and the devil and pods are raging inside me. All right, all right. The, oh, the devil and God are potting inside. Me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. Oh man, that's kind of good. I mean, <laughs> it kind of sounds dirty, but yeah. Well, shouldn't a brand new podcast be kind of edgy? <laughs> uh, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, so something else uh, came out this week, um, but we're gonna actually have to go up. To, to see this. I thought um, it dropped out of the sky. Yeah, it dropped out of the sky, but... Um, oh, yeah. I always, <laughs> you ruined it. Just kidding. Yeah, just no, we have to up. go up to the spaceship. Let's go see what's up with Tom. Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know what's up with Tom. Uh, so, Ryan... Um, uh, I'm sure uh, I've been waiting. I know you've been waiting, I'm sure, for the acoustic album, uh, We Don't Need to Whisper. Celebrating the 10th anniversary. Yeah, uh, I think it's a fun thing to do. I think that was a fun idea when I saw that announced and like, uh, yeah, kind of a cool, like, let's do like a little fun little, uh, little demos of yeah, know, We Don't Need to Whisper. Yeah, that, or yeah, just like reimagine, uh, reimagine, reimagine the versions and or acoustic or broken down or whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe some demos or odds and ends or whatever the heck yeah. of, of that era of 
of thing would have been interesting. Yeah. So, of course, uh, the anniversary came and went. That didn't happen. It was fine. You know, whatever. It definitely yeah. doesn't. It, it's it's kind of shitty, I think, to, like, promise some a specific thing and not deliver it. Well, is he promising or is he just, like, saying it? I don't know. I think he's definitely... I think he's de- he's being very disingenuous if he's telling himself he's not promising that <laughs> by posting... Uh, thing uh, like you know okay. hev- heavily he knows when he posts that everyone is going to think and everyone did think there'll be an album and uh, 10th anniversary we don't need to whisper like everyone thought that and if he if he didn't intend that once he realized that he should have told everyone that wasn't his intention mm-hmm. um, Tom's a busy man yeah I mean yeah well <laughs> if you don't announce it obviously no obligation but whatever it's not like the end of the world though this is, yeah, this is why we learned something from brand new not say anything yeah and yeah. then randomly drop it and you might be the number one album of, of the of uh and billboard charts. i was uh i was just listening to while i was doing the dishes before this uh the giant or cooking before this giant bomb cast and their uh ceo uh editor at large whatever jeff gersman was like business 101 you never talk about your business <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good it's highly relevant um <laughs> <laughs> He's like someone asks you just ah it's good it's good going great yeah. that's it or just don't even say that <laughs> just just release it out into the world and make everyone go crazy yeah so um, but anyway but that's so, kind of what happened in Hawaii but there was definitely a, well yeah so a bit yeah we'll get thing. to that but so yeah the in the odyssey of this of this little acoustic thing uh, a, a year is it a year and a half about goes by I think so since now? the tenth anniversary you mean yeah. I think it was like spring 2007. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah spring 2007. I was a senior uh, in high school. I, I remember that listening to the the leak on yeah. my iPad pod as I drove to California to see the first Daniels and Airwave show, Tight. which ended up being the second one because of a MySpace secret show. Hell yeah. So, so we sound like we're fans of this, <laughs> uh, which you I, could be I, forgiven for not. I had a great Daniels and Airwaves hoodie. That I wish I still had. Probably wouldn't fit, but I bought it at that show because I <laughs> yeah. didn't have any Are you clothes. Like, you're, you're too buff now to fit oh, it. Oh, man, The chest is too big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I bought that show because I had no clothes and it was soaked because I was in the rain and my t- car broke down to see angels and airwaves. I, uh, Listeners of the show, uh, you may have heard. If you haven't, you should go back to here. It seems like we we're did, beating we, around the bush. Well, we did an album that we don't need to whisper that, yeah. uh, Ryan, you recounted the story. And... Um, the material we are beating around the bush, but just real quick, <laughs> the material is not. We don't think is like terrible, right? Like, no, I I think that's uh um. There's some good songs, especially the. Ones. I don't know if it if it uh if for a new listener if it might hold up for them, but as someone knowing the story and the and being there at the time, I think yeah, it's uh kind of what the songs are about. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so a year and a half goes by, and these tracks drop on YouTube. Um, yeah, they dropped and then they got removed. They dropped and got removed, and um, but now it's, it it sounds like, like just, someone just didn't hit. No, that's what happened with the California stuff too. Yeah. Remember, no one so makes it private. No one that hits the little button before they hit post. They hit the little private thing. They're just like, no one's gonna notice these put up right too high, and they're like, oh shit, oh no, <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, so it's just the first four songs. Um, it's interesting that it's like four songs and it's the first four songs. And mm-hmm. we'll get into more why I think that is. Of the We Don't Need to Whisper acoustic EP is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, the We Don't Need to Whisper. We Don't Need to Whisper. We Don't Need to Whisper acoustic EP. Yeah. Um, it was now Tom along. <laughs> yeah. No explanation about like, hey, tried to do an album, but it didn't work out, which I feel like 
if it didn't work out, that's totally fine. Like, I, I get it. But like this kind of like, I'm just going to pretend like y'all didn't hear. I was probably promising like an album, you know, is like. Well, is this, hey, this is an album. You know, hey, this is what he considered an album. Well, yeah. Well, it said EP, I guess. Does he consider an album an EP? I don't know. It's the short version of an album, I guess. <laughs> Extended play, long play, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, anyway, so so they come out. Yeah. Um, regardless of all this. Um, little So all, all this to be said, there was a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth going into these, but I wouldn't say so much so as I was like, let's get ready to like shit all over this or, you know, like, mm-hmm. like screw this man. Because at the end of the day, like, you make cool music, I'm into it, you know, and like uh, Dreamwalker I thought was awesome. I, I want to do an episode about that. I think it's one of the, I think that's, that's easily the best Angels and Arrows album and uh, one of the coolest things Tom has done. But this, uh, this isn't really that. <laughs> it's a little bit underwhelming. You heard this before I did. Yeah, I saw him, I basically was online, uh, who the hell was it? It was on Twitter. Um friend of the show uh you know a listener named uh jules um jules finley <laughs> yeah i believe that's his last name oh sorry i don't want to like say yeah, his well, full name whatever you know. he's on it's on twitter yeah jules finley finlay whatever say so he actually hit us up and said like hey what do you guys think of these and i was just like because what? i was just like whoa and it was like at midnight or something yeah 1 a.m on yeah. like uh on the weekend yeah i remember i was out and i came in while you were like michael like come here <laughs> <laughs> like, like i was like expecting like just like does someone die while well, you I was walked gone? in and you're like sweet tunes man because you thought i was just listening to distraction right this, that, the that's thing. right yeah and i was like no this is uh this is the the yeah. acoustic album and yeah you're like is it <laughs> yeah i thought <laughs> i thought i uh i thought you were like listening to like a cover or something or like i, I don't know what or just it, like some i don't know it's my laptop speaker so maybe it was like you thought it was the real the real yeah song. i might have just thought it was like the real thing yeah it was i mean it was like 1 a.m and i was getting home so <laughs> i wasn't at peak listening condition but uh uh anyway so yeah what were your just uh like initial uh surface level thoughts when you were hearing this it was a little bit of wow that's that's a, a man of words you are <laughs> i think you need the visual for that uh, yeah he's he are you like pulling yourself off like the well, it's co- like it's an old-timey movie theater and there's someone got a hook <laughs> this is the collar like a three stooges oh, like, oh, like yeesh that's what i thought it was yeesh. okay okay so yeah um I so basically I tried to listen to it soon after we I heard it soon after that. Um I I think this is uh this is not good. And <laughs> like this is it's it's just not. Like yeah. it's um it's easily the I, I mean this is easily the worst thing Tom has done and wow. to the point that I I think this is like, I don't really think anything he's ever done has been, like, you know, shockingly bad or yeah, we might not be crazy about it. No, but. there's some things he's done that I haven't liked, and there's some things he's done I have liked a lot. Um, but this is just a... It's, it's not a professional recording. Mm-mm. That's... I mean, that's the bottom line with this, is it's, it's, uh, it's not a professional level... Rec- 
EP. It, 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 this is a home studio, like which, and also even if it is home, it doesn't sound um, not in a good way. Yeah, this isn't way. like uh, Bonnie Bear went into a house and recorded an album, or uh, I'm making use of a house, which is what Start the Machine was, or uh, excuse me, uh, We Don't Need to Whisper. That was a home album, you know, in a cool way. But this is um, I looped guitar tracks. I, you know, it doesn't sound like Apple Loops, but it sounds. Um, I mean, it doesn't, I know it's not Apple Loops is what I meant to say, but it sounds like that. It sounds like, uh, yeah. it, it sounds, so like for just the composition of the songs I want to talk about, um, they're all, they, they have beats, which are clearly not live drums. They're just, uh, you, you know, pl- plug-in drums, like programmed, mm-hmm. um, electronic drums that are meant to sound acoustic which you just never do and uh there's no reason to do that other than save time you know or save money you know um but you know because otherwise it just sounds better to have a live drum set if that's the sound you want you know if you want electronic drums you know obviously who cares but so that there's that going on uh, there's, uh, sounds like sometimes live bass, uh, like a electric bass, but mostly synth bass. Uh, most of these songs have like a high synth line, like a kind of violin-y mm-hmm. synth to give texture. And then, um, acoustic guitar, which these songs are kind of broken down in like the guitar parts are broken down into riffs that are p- placed on the hard pan on the right or the left channel. And the the riffs kind of throughout the songs will just like switch out. Like it'll be one riff and then like, oh, it's the next riff now kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know? And then over that is Tom singing in a, it's not really a processed voice other than pitch correction all the way up. Like to the point that it, like no one would ever, no one uses it that far up unless you're like um, going for like a Kanye sound or something like that. Um you know, it certainly doesn't, it's jarring in like this kind of music, you know, to do that. Cause it's just everything that, um, the kind of stripped down, you know, in the studio version is supposed to make you feel. And like, it's like more auto tune than, um, you know, than like I've, I've heard some people say that like California at equivalent level to auto tune, like it really did not like it, it just did not. I think maybe sometimes harmonies would get compu- confused by auto tune in, mm-hmm. in the way that it's mixed in California. Cause it, I, it sounds like it at times, but yeah, it's just like super like layered. Vocals. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, there's times you could tell like when he, he says things where, um, it's, it's just every note is a hard step. You know, every time a note changes, it's like a ladder is like going up. And there's times like in the adventure will he'll say th- like kind of say things and you can hear that like movement going on when there's not supposed to be a change in the note. And it just, it just sounds really, it, to me, it sounds like as if, um, they were placeholder vocals and it sounds like to me, I mean, I haven't even really said, but, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm just like going on. Here. <laughs> um, if he could, he could just name this, um, original demos for we don't whisper and and we would have been like oh yeah yeah i see that yeah these are what he recorded by himself when before he got uh, before he sent it to like adam and said like hey come up with a cool drum or like get critter come in and like do some stuff and uh that's what it sounds like it sounds like i was saying this i was kind of fibrogasted by this um actually kind of like wow i can't believe he released this um and it's like people seem to like it but you know i don't know why we're just like ugh. But uh, um, 
it sounds. Uh, I certainly uh, just real quick uh, while you're gathering your thoughts. Uh, I I wouldn't say any of these things about even his last EP, which the Chasing Shadows mm-hmm. one. That sounded like like there were real drums on it. Yeah. It sounded like a real thing, like a real like professional level. Uh, yeah, this just it sounds like um, like I was saying that. I said this on Twitter actually to Jules. I said um, it sounds like the covers on the Reddit tribute. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, well, you guys were on that. Does that mean, is, I'm guessing that's a good thing. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm saying is that it sounds like amateur fans made this. Yeah. Uh, which like, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, that's cool. And that could be good. But like, if it's coming from the source, I expect more from it, from the, exactly. the man. Exactly. Like the guy that gave us, you know, fucking fucking all the small things <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like uh that's like you know sold millions of albums um and i mean it's a little ep whatever i mean if he released it for free and said there's just, just something funny i was messing with but i don't know it's kind of built what's, as what's like a, what's like to album. me so baffling about this is i i can understand if it's like a laziness thing like i can if it's just like whatever uh, i'm not that interested in it right but why not then just like drop a just go into a studio with a microphone and play these four songs? Yeah, on acoustic that, guitar. That, I don't even care how it sounds. That would be more worthwhile and more interesting to have and listen to as a thing than this. Yeah, than a than a process thing. Like if he was just by himself playing them. This to me sounds like someone was halfway through a project and abandoned it. Yeah, and it does. That's that's a kind of what I think like is very obvious with this whole thing and the, and the kind of rollout of it. I, I think, um, I think these were, some of these vocals were meant to be placeholder things and that's why they're so auto-tuned like that because that's, you know, like we, we write music here at the take off your pants and podcast <laughs> podcast. And, uh, when it, a super common thing that I'll do is if I'm trying to come up with a vocal line, I'll just kind of like sing stuff and put, pitch correction on and turn it like all the way up like that. And that'll just like, I'll be able to go back and like hear a melody better than I could like, mm-hmm. you know, just improvise sing. Yeah. I think you're right. I think he gave up on it and, um, and just released when he, maybe he had intentions to do something a little bit more. Grand. Cause I think if he had the intention from the beginning to make it like, I'm going to do a, just a couple songs, it's gonna be super stripped down, super bare bones. I think he would have had the, I think anyone would have been like, well, let's go for like a raw, you know. And also it doesn't really, they're not really too, I think Valkyrie Missile is the only one that kind of has like, he sings a little bit differently. It's a little faster. Do you want to, do you want to go ahead and just kind of get into the songs? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I'm kind of talking about them as a whole, but like this one is like, I, like I heard the adventure first and I was just like, I mean, it didn't really change anything and it doesn't necessarily sound like an acoustic thing. It just sounds like a version of the song with pieces taken out. And, uh, well, there's that like changed up beat that has there's, like a phone in there. It's, it's cool for like a second, but then it's that throughout the, the entire time. song. Yeah. Which is like, you know, a song like, um, like money like or money, time. money uses it for like a couple seconds or and just then like it's the like first out. T- yeah, 10, 20 seconds of the song and yeah. then it's gone. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and it's not even that cool. I mean, it's cool, yeah. For, it's cool right. for like a second, but then it's like, okay, like it's a kind of obvious one of those. Yeah, like you'll like you'll you're just talking about writing music. You'll make find a drum track like on 
you know, to kind of write to, and then you end up going back and changing it. Right. But you might have the same thing throughout the whole song just to have a beat to go to instead of a click. Cause it's yeah. a little easier to write to a beat. Yeah. And, uh, at least in my case. And, um, but it's like, it's what it sounds like. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you, and it's, uh, I mean, all the Instagram videos he posted of like kind of the making of this. And I also, um, I watched that, uh, that live video he posted, he was doing a live Instagram at the uh, recording booth with um, Aaron Rubin, the brother of Elon Rubin, and they were recording for this album. And he was, so you could see like some of the screen and stuff like that. And, you know, also in the other stuff he's shown and it's uh, obvious that's how it was composed. Like it's all the, it's just loops on loops on loops. And like every part has a, is, is looped basically. Like, like, so he, you know, for example, like the adventure riff, there's like, you know, however many riffs in that song in the, in the guitar, you could just listen to it, you know, pay attention to the right and left channel and you'll hear those, the riffs. It's just the same performance of one, like measure repeated, 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 repeated. And then like chord change now next loop over, over, and then like now back to next loop. And that's, um, it just, you know, that's, it's kind of an amateur way of putting a song together and it, it just, especially okay. Like it just the, sucks the life out of it. Like, should we define, uh, acoustic, like what that means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want. Um, but, but I don't really necessarily have a problem with it. Um, you know, that there's synths in this to an, to, to an extent, you know, but I think, um, what I think is just at the end of the day, like you want to make a worthwhile product, right? Like let's say, let's say it wasn't acoustic at all, but it was just like, well, it was a different imagining of yeah. these songs. But what this is, it's, it's really just, a, it's so, um, so much the same and where it does veer, it's just veering in like, oh, there's no life in this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, oh, it doesn't have that part at the end of do it for me now where he's like, hold on, you know, cause maybe he probably didn't want to hold like, but that's probably hard, you know, to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of that. Like it's, well, there's not many changes throughout it. It's sort of boring and long. Um, yeah. I did like, like I would love to hear like re reimagination of the, or of the songs and stuff or whatever. And maybe even someone else should do it. Well, I think, like, I think one of the, one of the weirdest things I was, so I think one of the, the most different songs on this is distraction. And it's also the least acoustic one. I mean, it's, produced this is produced it's a hip-hop beat with an acoustic guitar in it that tom sings over like and it's mixed that way as well like it, it even has like a kind of you can um, barely hear the acoustic guitar like that much yeah it's, it's mixed it's mixed as an acoustic guitar would be in a hip-hop production i think and that like that in of itself is kind of like an interesting way to take the song i guess but it really doesn't it doesn't work with this song like it, it ends up being this kind of like awkward thing of this this kind of really stilted hip hop beat with like a kind of cheesy marching thing with like a, uh, like toy piano mm-hmm. and, and Tom singing over it. And, and again, this like incredibly pitch corrected, uh, like warbly auto tune. And then that chorus that we, we've kind of like talked about distraction as having like a little repetitive mm-hmm. chorus. Um, they're like, Oh,
that goes on like interminably in this song. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's that's like the nadir. That's the worst point of the album, I think, is just that like that just going on over that that beat and that yeah there's that kind of like dinky acoustic guitar riff there's a, yeah that drum yeah um it's too bad <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing is like this like it's, i think valkyrie uh, missile uh i'm with you that like i think the idea of like acoustic guitars with synth stuff that song lends itself to that vibe and, and also um, yeah, he's saying it's a little faster and it's like the way he sings it a little different yeah it sounds like uh that opening synth uh okay i'll say this if if anyone's like listening and annoyed that we're being very negative um the the synth sound like the the patch or whatever he's using in the beginning of valkyrie missile i love it i think it's like a really cool sounding synth and i'd love him to use that synth setting in more songs isn't it surprising that he didn't put any reverb on anything either? Like even like reverb on acoustic guitar sounds sweet and like it is. It's like a really flat like yeah. It's it's like a acoustic guitar, the way we, acoustic guitars are mixed in like a pop album or something. Yeah, like we weren't uh, uh we we're not the ones to tell the guy how to do it, but like we ended up going through YouTube and like finding f- fans that like did like cool ones yeah like that made the like acoustic covers yeah where there's we like just a, out of curiosity we're like let's just like check out what covers have been done yeah know? and there's stuff from 10 years ago well the next so uh the, one more song we haven't really talked about oh. and and it's also it's i think one of the coolest covers though um it's a good time to talk about it so these guys paper rockets oh, yeah. on youtube did a cover of do it for me now acoustic do it for a, me now is like it became one of our favorite angels network yeah songs. i think after, i think that was one that we were kind of like whatever about when we were kids yeah and, and going back re-listening to it now we're like whoa this is like the best song on the album yeah i, I yeah. think <laughs> um so this was published june 16 2016 so a, a little while ago and it's it's a cover of do it for me now and it is i it's just two of them like it's not a professional recording by any well, means. Well, it looks like they're in a studio or something. Like they right. have microphones Right, and stuff. right, right. But it's not, um, I guess what I mean is not like, a, this isn't a recording. This is just yeah, it's a, like a, it's live a live performance. performance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's two of them acoustic guitars. One of them has a delay effect on his acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And we both are like, this is great. Like, it, it, it keeps the energy of the song. It, it It's really like emotive. It's really expressive. And it's just two acoustic guitars and a guy singing. You know, yeah. And 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 it sounds. It just sounds good. Like it's a raw sound. The flip side, this this do it for me now. It I I I think this is the biggest victim of this album. Like this song is so good. It's a good song. <laughs> but like it's it's murdered in this album Man. of all excitement and life. Um I think because of that loop, that composition by loops, that it's just like uh that there's such that cool guitar riff in the beginning that's mm-hmm. reduced to just kind of like little me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um 
like I, I remember when we went back and 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 uh, watched that Paper Rockets video. I was like, I forgot. Like I remember thinking, like, holy shit, yeah, this song's awesome. I forgot. Like this is a really cool song. You hear it right away. Yeah, especially yeah when those in that video with those guys, and um, we saw like another one where it's, it's like humans are making music, yeah. <laughs> which know? is what when I hear the thing acoustic, that's exactly what I think of first. Is yeah. he, you think of uh, Unplugged on yeah. uh, MTV back yeah. in the day. like what was it? Uh, Eric Clapton's like Unplugged album, was Nirvana like the, Unplugged. Yeah, it's like those are like all two, apologies Unplugged is classic. Those are like two of the biggest selling albums of all time. Yeah, like and they're like. Like both those, those those like unplugged acoustic things, yeah, are like in the top list. This would be if they did it. It would be Tom shows up with his MacBook, presses play, and sings on like a, a microphone. Yeah, yeah, it's just so that's it's crazy. And um, it, we almost were talking about that. He just and this is something that I think Travis has said. And I saw someone comment this on Reddit. Was that like Tom just isn't in the music, like isn't or isn't the punk anymore? Like he's not into that kind of vibe. And I just don't think he's interested in making music it doesn't anymore. seem that way right yeah. or, or he just like maybe he is like personally yeah but i don't think he's like and more power to him if he doesn't want i to. mean there, there's a phrase ryan Most that I've, I've heard a lot in the last like few weeks that um if i've never heard it before but i like it uh, if someone shows you who they are believe them mm-hmm. and i think this is tom showing us who he is yeah at least now he's just he's not the same guy and um, I don't know. It's yeah. I've I don't think I'll probably ever listen to this EP really too much. Like I don't even have much to even say about it other than just like I'm so bo- it's so boring and <laughs> and just nothing. And which is like the worst thing you could say about something is that it's boring. Yeah. Well, there's no what is like the hole this is filling. You know, if I want to hear um like if I'm if I want to listen to the adventure, right? And I'm like, oh, I want like a really raw version of the adventure. I'm not going to get it from you this. No, not at all. Do I want like a reimagining of it in like a different direction? I'm not going to get that from this. Uh, do I want to hear like, ooh, it'd be interesting to hear the original demos, even if they sound like total garbage. I just for the fact, you know, the history of it. I don't even get that from this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would that like. He could have said that, and I think it'd have been like, oh, that's interesting what he did there. Yeah, you saw what he in the demos are always interesting. Even if, for me, I th- you know I think for a lot of music fans, like even if um, the quality of the demo is awful, you know, if you like a product, it's always interesting to hear the process yeah, the of that product. It. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. We uh, also we saw another video. Do you have them pulled up? Those videos you? Uh, I pulled up one. Uh, was there a song you had? There was just one. I remember where it was from, like fucking there's a couple of them doing the adventure from like eight years ago and there was one and it's just like these high school kids and it looked like bro- uh, two brothers and a sister and there was a point where during the choruses or whatever like the girl came in for like harmonies oh yeah 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 uh keep going i'll, I'll pull that and up. it was just like it was just cute and like pretty sounding like harmonies on uh, an actual song and i'm like well these kids get all it the, all the, and, it, and it's you know the smallest amount of effort just like uh, another voice singing like a third above the normal and line. it sounds great like it's, it brought and, and it instantly are, brought like a like a totally new dimension to the song and these kids look like they're 17 years old or something like that and uh and it's, now they're they're probably were our age you know now and uh they got it and they knew where the the heart and soul of the song was is like in these uh it's uh the waiting 28 that was nine years ago (laughs) (laughs) 
There was also a cover post. I think the first one we watched was A12T uh, under the best AVA, the adventure cover on YouTube. That was like kind of what set us off is we just like saw this and we're like, it's two guys with the guitars. I was like, let's just yeah. like, it obviously it looks like this. This is uh, probably one of the least professional ones we saw, right? Like it's, yeah, it, most of the time they're like a webcam. Yeah, them. it's like, like it's probably a webcam or something like that. <laughs> and it's like... I love it. Yeah, like, the, like the, one of the guys is playing like the the rhythm, and the other guy is playing like the cool like uh, you know the awesome adventure riff that yeah. we all know and love. Yeah, and he has some delay on his acoustic guitar, and it sounds fucking great. Like, yeah. Ready? Yeah. All right. Happy Halloween, you fuckers. You know Adam Savage from Mythbusters? Yeah. He has a... a He has a cover of uh, Distraction that'll blow (laughs) your mind. (laughs) Uh, He has a YouTube page called Tested. Have you ever been on there? No. It's basically like him like going places and like doing things to like learn how things are made. And it's just like a... It's a great thing. Like he found something to do after Mythbusters. That's great. And it's like millions of views. And he went to uh, uh, Third Man Records in in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like the first like record producing plant like in a long time in like the U.S. and stuff. Where it's like they're doing records like the old school way, and they also you can they record and they can go straight to vinyl. Yeah, I know they're stuff. like I remember. Yeah, that's so that's crazy. There's it's just the tape goes straight like it's like from microphones to etched on wax. Yeah, it's yeah. mind blowing. And so they were showing how that worked, and it was like this old fucking technology, and like and you know Jack White's there. To really like, curious where this is going. <laughs> Anyway, he plays a song on ukulele, like a song he wrote that he, I guess was on YouTube, and it's like a goofy kind of nerdy like science song he yeah. kind of wrote that's kind of cute and fun. And he does it on stage there, and they put it to wax, and he did it three times. I guess he did three takes, and he chose the take to get printed on the vinyls, um, uh, the one he messed up on because he sounded the most like real and stuff. And Damn. then he talked to Jack White about that. And he says like the best thing about listening to music, especially like back in the old days is like hearing the mess ups. And also like you, it's something you might not, it might not be like to the, it might have to, might have to be the trained ear you yeah. know, kind of thing. But like being able to point out like moments and songs yeah. and, or just like, they didn't mean to have this happen and it happened right. uh, and it ended up being really cool. Yeah. And Jack White's just like, that's what I love the most about like analog and doing this yeah. stuff. And like, yeah. uh, well, and you just don't the heart and soul of the music yeah. is, is all in like, there. Like uh, Led Zeppelin, you know, keeping all the, the way Jimmy Page edited, keeping all the stuff in, you don't, you probably don't notice a lot of the mess ups. You know, it's not like you're listening to uh you know, uh, immigrant song or something. And you're like, Oh, that's where you screwed up, you know, unless you're thinking about it, but it all just like washes over you in a way that, that makes the whole thing sound live. And like, it's really being played and not like reproduced on a program. Mm -hmm. Um, like it, it it really does sound like you can hear it. It sounds like, like, like if I 
as a 17-year-old kid. This album, just 18-year-old kid when this album came out. And I had GarageBand, and I tried to recreate it myself. Like, I did the same thing. What was this couple covers I did recent, like a few years ago? Whether I did... Uh, I did uh, the rental song. Oh yeah! And I, was just, I just want to see if I can re- reproduce it. Like, yeah, I was just—it's more of like an exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I did. Um, I never—I think I sent it because I never finished it. But I was trying to do um, friends uh, with P. I did, that's what I did. Friends with P. And then I did uh, um, the New Order song. Um, that I love. So love much. will tear us apart. <laughs> that's a, that's Joy Division. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did, uh, you know, damn ceremony, it. age of consent and age stuff. Like I was like, I want to try to do this. Like mostly I just want to, wanted to learn how to make it on a guitar and please you kinda, let me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like trying to learn to do like a song and record it, like especially a cover and yeah. try to like do all the parts. It helps you to, I, for me at least to like figure out how to make something like that. And yeah. Those totally, sounds. Yeah. And, uh, this is what this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of does. It sounds like me trying to re- make my own version of the adventure with. I don't have an electric guitar, so I have an yeah. acoustic. So I'm gonna do it. And, yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's not. It's not that interesting, especially for Tom coming from Tom. Right. Um. It's kind of. It's disappointing. We're being so hard on him, but we are. But I think. Uh, I don't know. What, like, deservedly so. I feel like <laughs> I feel very strongly. Like I will. Uh, I will back up my opinions fairly strongly. But um, anyone listening out there, please, uh, if you feel differently, you should let us know. Uh, if you feel the same, you should let us know. We'd love to hear from you about this album, I think. I think it'd be really fun to... Because I, I suspect we're not as hard, negative. Uh, I think other people might not be as negative as us on this. Yeah, but um, it, yeah it's, um, it's something. Like, it's... I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're thinking like 10 years later with the person, you'd almost think that they'd grow and try to like, yeah. if I could, it, I, it seems like a regression, I guess. It's, it's like yeah. the special editions of fucking like star Wars, like Lucas, like fucking up his own shit. Wow. Like, that you're gonna, that's a bad, you don't want that on your, uh, on your album cover. Like as the quote, it's like the special edition of Star Wars, <laughs> but like worse. <laughs> but worse. Do you think this is a worse product than the special edition of Star this Wars? This is like him. What um, about okay? Adding two, the rocks. Two and, things exist in in the world, and they uh, you can obliterate one from existence. This album or this the CP. Interesting. Or Star this Wars. Isn't really no, wait, wait, wait. Or. <laughs> This isn't really hurting anybody, the the EP, I suppose. Okay, so yeah, you can obliterate, but you have to obliterate one of these two things. Uh, this EP or Star Wars uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Shit. Uh, one of them will just never exist again. But if you, so there's, if you but, get rid of Star Wars 2, there's not going to be a better one remake. But Fa- Fa- Phantom Menace and, and, and Sith, uh, those exist. They still exist, yeah. But Attack the Clones doesn't, so they just skip it? They just skip the episode The world two? just forgets, and, and everyone just forever thinks you're a crazy person for thinking it was a thing. I'd rather have Attack of the Clones. All right, so just get rid of this album. Attack of the Clones has... Uh, Worse than t- Attack of the Clones. Has the asteroid scene with uh, the Slave 1. and That's, as, in, as that's really, in 2? I thought that was Sith. That was 2. It has really good sound. So Oh, uh, yeah, the lasers. And the, and, and the sound of the explosions of the, the ships, the... It's it's John Williams doing doing some good stuff. Uh, then. That doesn't have any music on that part. It's all just sound design. It's a great scene for sound. Wow. <laughs> It's but better than the sound that Tom just gave us. Yeah, the sound, the sound, and the, the sound of the, of the, the explosions of the asteroids. 
You'd rather listen. Would you rather have an EP of sound effects from Star Wars? Yeah, that'd actually be pretty dope. <laughs> I would I'm sure love, that exists. I'm sure there's like, like a, a vinyl of that. Yeah, but like a nice. Because you don't like, punch the mic. A nice vinyl of just all the you Star got excited. Wars sound effects. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah. So, is there anything else you want to say about this EP, Ryan? I mean, we love Tom. And I do. I don't. I'm not like happy about this. This isn't like. A, this was a sad like listen and like. I'm not even like mad about it. I'm just kind of like baffled and I hope um compare this to the board to death uh acoustic thing. That oh was my on god, the, yeah. California. Yeah, put this just back to back with the board to death on California. I know I know that was live the, recorded, the live but like imagine one. yeah, that compared to this. Like yeah. Like that is what an acoustic version of a thing is yeah or what went wrong is an acoustic a great acoustic song oh yeah totally good beautifully good, good, produced. good pull yeah you're right beautiful that, that that's beautiful you're right that sounds amazing and it has some, it's incredible it has like some that, balls to it it has like a clarinet solo which is like this brings a different dynamic to like the blink never has you know oh my god you're right i didn't even think of that <laughs> what went wrong <laughs> damn it <laughs> i'm a fool <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's fucked up yeah tom yeah he should just 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 not it, it's almost like um don't uh, do things because you think uh people you have to i guess you know if, i feel like, like he didn't want to make this and i think he promised something that he didn't end up like intending on delivering or being able to deliver backed himself into a corner and is like i gotta put out something you know yeah um i'm gonna bring it back to uh to uh brand new for a second yeah um there's a there's a lyric from the song millstone (laughs) and it's basically the chorus is save my life tonight this ship of fools i'm i'm on will sink a millstone around my neck be my breath there's nothing i wouldn't give I'm not sure how that's related, but basically is like music, the millstone around his neck. Yeah. For Tom, I think. And, um, and he just needs to let, just either just cut it off and let it sink and not go down with it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like he's like, if he doesn't want to do it, if he does cool, I'm stoked, but it doesn't sound like something he's interested in. No. Why doesn't he produce? Why doesn't he like get like, or like maybe have that engineer and then maybe have like someone else making music for his projects. And he just like engineer always presents. Yeah. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Someone do the work. If he doesn't want to do the work, if he doesn't have any interest in, for example, singing, cause it seems like he's just putting in placeholder, like get someone else to sing, you know, write the songs in or, you know, do whatever. Yeah. yeah true. That's a good, I mean, they, like, they, I, like I, the I fact that, that you could put an album out like this with those kind of vocals and things, it's like, acceptable you know it's like a joke yeah yeah too bad <laughs> uh well uh so that'd be a uh not quite recommendation from this no. podcast unfortunately but hopefully better luck next time uh, <laughs> better luck next time uh i hope there's another i hope this isn't the end of the road i hope no i would make me very sad if this was the last thing tom put out oh we didn't know we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the music video the adventure music video, the lyric video. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think you had the most. Uh, I just said I. It looks like um, it's just basically uh, somebody had start the machine on DVD or whatever, and they made a music video like a kid learning to edit, basically 
using yeah. the footage from that. And it's cool. I mean, I, I, I think like cool idea for having almost like this, uh, me- like memory to critter that died that produced or that, yeah, that's uh, engineered an, the uh, album. An aspect real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I just want to kind of take a quick sidestep and talk about that as an aspect of like critter. So he's, he's, the producer of like, or he's, I think, engineer. Engineer, yeah, but it seemed like from watching the documentary, he really had the role of a producer where he was kind of in with Tom helping write a lot of this. And he uh, was a huge part of Angels and Airwaves. You know, he was kind of their Jerry Finn. Mm-hmm. And um, he's passed away. And in a lot of ways, this is kind of, you know, like a, a tribute to him. He's on the album cover, kind yeah. of looking at Tom. That's like, cool. That's super cool. And that is like the, the most redeeming, I think, I think this album has. It just sounds like it's like, I, would, I think it'd be let down by it or something. Yeah. Even though like it's too bad because that's like a great thing. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Tom put him on the cover. It's not the rest of the band or anything like you that. You just think as a product critter, he'd be like, like, come on, let's do some weirder stuff. Or yeah, like, let's you know. just do something better, you know. Yeah. But maybe he's maybe Tom, uh, you know, either people that he's helped him along with his career have either died or he's pushed him away, you know, kind of thing. I think he has a like he is. There's some, there's some baggage. They have there. died, by the way. What you're saying by any fault of Tom's. Yeah, Tom killed. <laughs> I'm just like people in his life. They've either pushed him away or they've died. <laughs> so I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's like uh, like that would be hard on somebody. I think. Yeah, and yeah, for um, sure. he should write from that angle. Like he should write from like that. I mean, if he wants to write music, yeah. I'm not saying he has to, no. but if he does, he should take from like those things. That would help, I think, instead of like, I need to be the soaring eagle of the world yeah. and change it. Yeah. Like, that's not. And what, if you want to make that decision, like, make, um, just make the acknowledgement that that's the kind of music you're going to be making and produce it as such. Like, you just put a microphone in the room and play. It'll sound so much better than this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even if it was like, we were talking about this too, that maybe he, like, there's a lot of uh, bands like, say, um, Front Bottoms, for instance, mm-hmm. have like this really room tone. Yeah. Acoustic. Sounds like garage. Garagey, but like also it's acoustic guitar. And he's this guy sounds more like Tom than like yeah. Tom does. Yeah. Like ever, almost in a way. Check out front bottoms, you'd probably be into them. But uh they have like that room sound to it with acoustic guitar yeah. and usually it's just like a drums and acoustic, yeah. maybe some other things going on. And it sounds like great. And I'm sure well, there's some You could you could even go to bands like uh Neutral Milk Hotel, a song like Ghost which is, you know, pretty pretty much acoustic and like very lo-fi and it sounds so good. Like you wouldn't want it sounding any other way. We uh, we were uh, maybe um theorizing that Tom just doesn't listen to this type of stuff. And like Well, I have a theory that Tom doesn't really listen to music much at, as a thing. I think he he plays guitar a lot as but I don't think he really sits down and like listens to or music. like searches for things, like new things. No, because he's to. never really talked about it in anything more than a um, surface level way. It's sort of like I like U2 because it's anthemic or I like Pink Floyd because they're experimental or something. But I've never really heard him say like anything more concrete than that. Or it doesn't seem like he really, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he... Like I have a hard time imagining like him sitting down listening to Dark Side of the Moon or something, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong there, yeah. but yeah, it's just yeah. We never really. It, I mean, it'd be not great to get hear more of that type of stuff, but it just. I mean, we got like that. What was it last year? That whole um, the Ernie Ball thing. Yeah, Ernie Ball thing. Yeah, which, well, that was awesome to hear him talk about. <clears throat> excuse me, like punk rock stuff, which I think like I think there was a time in life with, where Tom was really into 
music and punk rock. And I feel like those things might've been like linked to him. Like, and I, I still kind of, I feel like when he listens to music, I bet it's like mostly stuff he's done or punk, like old punk. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess. Yeah. I can't see him like looking into new things to like, no. Cause you wouldn't, I mean, frankly, you wouldn't put this out, you know, like you would know, you would know just some like base level things of like how things sound, you know, mm-hmm. like, like this sounds like um, what this sounds like to me, if I were to like compare it to something is stock music and like a community college advertisement. You you did this when we were listening. Yeah. We were like, well, you showed me the adventure music video and it was like playing the intro and like doing the acoustic stuff. You you gotta do it here. Like, (laughs) well, yeah. Cause like, it was funny cause we were just like (laughs) watching this. Like it was just quiet. And like, I was like, here at Angels and Airwaves College, you can reach your true potential. And there's like these shots of like, you, <laughs> you know, gotta put the music under that when, oh, you, yeah. when you, in that part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> Here at Angels and Airwaves College, you can reach your true potential working with creative professionals <laughs> and a plan designed to work for you and with you. Yeah, I was talking about that. Like, uh, I swear that we can go to premiumbeat.com and download uh, like, a song that's just like this. That's like li- that. Listen, like uh, like fl- like fly, fly, fly home. <laughs> well, let's flush that down. And- <laughs> let's go back down to earth. Go back down to earth, and I am a hundred percent sure the next release by Tom is going to be better than this. Yes, and it's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, so we uh, we have something back on Earth. It looks like uh, that mailbag has gotten a little full. We got a couple mailbags in here. <laughs> Thought we should bring up, you know, last couple episodes. We have a couple things. Um, nothing too crazy, but uh, I just wanted to give a couple little shout outs here. I mean, you told me a little bit what they were beforehand. They sounded pretty cool. Well, one of them I didn't really mention to you. Um, one we got from uh, Justin. This uh, says Justin. And this is referring to our last episode, which was a commentary on the Lollapalooza thing. Okay. I think it's maybe directed toward you. Yeah, bit. it doesn't say you specifically, but uh, this is what he says. He says, "Reckless abandon kicks ass." <laughs> Although there's nothing that stands out about the guitar work or bass work, I think it's Tom's lyrics that resonate with fans of the song. They're more dirty and raw than anything else on the album, except for the bonus songs. I guess it makes me want to get in a in a nude bottle rocket fight in a Taco Bell parking lot or whatever. Damn. It's an anthem for bad decisions. Wait, hold on. A nude bottle rocket fight in a Taco Bell parking lot? Yeah, that sounds like a new song. Yeah, it does sound, sound like, like a, a new song. song. <laughs> nude bottle rocket fight in a Taco Bell parking in a, lot. <laughs> in a taco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bottle rocket fight in a Taco Bell parking <laughs> New lot. bottle rocket, new bottle rocket, new bottle rocket going fight down to, in going a down to the Taco Bell, we're gonna get in a new bottle rocket fight. <laughs> All right, we're done. We don't even need to <laughs> go down to the Taco Bell. Go down Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Song that we don't even need to record anymore. I think it's it's written and recorded. We should too dang, too bad Jack Wise isn't here to press that on wax right now. We yeah, really could have Damn, we could have been we kind of limited cut release. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Says, uh, I hope you do more commentaries like this great show. 
Oh, oh, cool. Well, I'm glad we didn't put him off too much because I hated Reckless Abandon. <laughs> you actually hate it? Well, I was I was talking about I was just being facetious about the way I talked about the show. Oh. <laughs> remember I said last episode I didn't like it. Yeah, that's why we was referencing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. He's like, it was one that uh, one of the songs that you didn't understand why fans right. gravitated towards right. so much. Right, right. And I was just like, I like Reckless Abandon. So yeah. I don't know. That does sound cool, like the the raw vocals and how it's kind of like alone in some of the other songs and having like a tom with raw vocals. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I, could see, I could definitely see that being like... Because it kind of has that like speed up kind of thing, like, look up at the parking lot. Yeah. Like like it's sort of just... Uh, and it, I don't know. There's something yeah, interesting yeah. about it. It's almost kind of like his uh, weird songs he wrote in like Dude Ranch in that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he's right, Justin. Good job. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's a great email. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, the other one we got, uh, this is actually kind of like a call out to, um, for someone needs some help, basically, finding something. Oh, who needs help? Um, and maybe our fans or listeners can uh, help out with this. But uh, I got it. It's an email from Pete. And he said, hey, guys. Wentz? Not Pete Wentz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, I'm going to not say his last name just in case he doesn't want me to. Right. Because my name is Pete, and I've been a Blink, Blink fan for quite some time now. In fact, I always laugh when you guys talk about uh, getting older because he says as of this December, he's turning 44. Hmm. So this might be. The old I emailed 44. Him, I emailed him back. I said, I think you might be the oldest Blink Blink fan I've come across. <laughs> I, I, said, I said this right up. And, uh, What's up, old bastard? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm kind of interested to talk to him because he's a gener he's not a millennial. This guy, this is a Generation Xer we're talking oh, about. Fuck that likes Blink One Eighty Two. Well, this this isn't this would have been basically someone who has the potential. I would imagine more most of the Blink fans who fall in this bracket are people who are like, if Blink was like a band that was like around Portland right now, that you know we were like, oh shit, this band's pretty cool. Like if they were like that age in San Diego at that time. Yeah, he says he's like known him for a while. He's seen him a bunch of times, and um, he even had tickets for the Blinkin Park show that got canceled. And oh such. wow! But this is pretty kind of a touching little story here. Yeah, I just want to share it. Yeah, definitely. Please. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't mind me doing it. But fuck it. <laughs> he said, uh, "Because of my age, my daughter who's eighteen, he's eight. This is this is an old fucking man. Fucking. Well, Pete. don't go too hard on yeah. Pete. <laughs> Jesus, right." <laughs> <laughs> he says he has a daughter who's been listening to Blink since birth. They are a favorite band, which makes me happy. Oh, and wow. uh, I took her to uh, the show in 2011. Uh, she's the reason I'm writing, and I have an army jacket, and on the sleeve, I have my favorite Blink patch. She wants a jacket like mine, which is easily done. Uh, it makes me feel good that she thinks so so something cool is where enough to copy basically and he says the problem is he can't find the blink patches he has anywhere mm. he says uh he remembers us talking about like blink memorabilia facebook pages and stuff and yeah. i actually just forwarded these to him um they're out there's like the rabbit hole uh blink memorabilia page and stuff and sometimes stuff like this gets posted yeah but he there's just, really cool stuff on there some like marks on there sometimes yeah well th- there's two of them there's one that's like oh. super exclusive that marks on oh, okay this is the one that pe- marks not on okay we're not even a part of this exclusive one. right no no i don't know well, we need we need to be though yeah, right need, yeah listeners while you're uh, on the patch case if you could get to this this one's probably a little more important than the patches <laughs> <laughs> if you can get us in this uh i mean if you can get us in that club maybe we can get the patches yeah yeah saying, yeah you know? we need to get in that fucking club i don't know why we're not but uh 
yeah, he's basically trying to find someone that has these blink patches that they could sell or whatever he needs to do. Um, so I want to just throw it out there. Two, there's two of them here that he sent pictures of. One of them is uh, sort of a newer one. It's uh, the Blink Bunny, but it's like the new design yeah. of it. And it says, finest quality crappy punk rock. And it's like an emblem. Is it the, the fat bunny as opposed to the previous skinny bunny? Well, I guess the head is fatter. Yeah. It's not really fat, but it's still skinny. It's like the running bunny, but it's like the newer design that has from probably like the reunion yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. And it's kind of a circle, you know, kind of the old uh, Ramon sort of style thing. It's in color, like red, uh, red white, and blue. Um if anybody has that, and he also has the patch, and I swear I had this and I'd lost it, and I would totally send it to him if he had it. Yeah. But it's the uh, "So Many Moms, So Little Time" license plate patch. <laughs> you had that? I had that. I don't know what happened to it, but I had it. Oh man, that's funny. Um, and uh, it's like right now we're like I'm across from him wearing the patch on my like. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's looking for those, and I'm sure they're out there. I actually went after reading this email. I went on eBay and I went on like Etsy looking, and I didn't. I saw some oh, other wow. things. But um, I, if, if anybody has these, they're wanting to sell, um, reach out to us. Uh, we'll get you in contact with Pete. Yeah. And um, he's looking for these for his daughter and help out an, an old fucking man that has. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys. I mean, he's got one foot in the grave. <laughs> Let's be before real. Before he dies. <laughs> before he's on, before this old man croaks. <laughs> his dusty old bones finally laid to rest. Make his last dying wish come true <laughs> for his daughter, right? For his, She's a bleak fan. For his aged daughter, <laughs> already eighteen herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. If you, if you have those patches out, uh, please send it to the young father, Pete. Um, yeah, he and sounds also, like a great guy. A great yeah, it'd be, dad. It'd be really great fun dad. to talk to him. Or it, how cool would it be to like have both of them, like the father? Oh my and god, son, that'd be the father. I was gonna say father and son. The father and daughter, <laughs> like duo, talk about that. Oh my like, god, that'd be crazy. Because I feel like that's pretty crazy. Like the thought of listening to Blink with parents is weird. I feel yeah. like that seems wrong. I I I, I, wish, I hope that I had that relationship with my future kid. If yeah, like kid. it's something. It's aspirational. It's like the dream. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like playing video. Like oh yeah, my my kid loves Zelda. <laughs> Like no big like I would if my kid loves Blink I would be texting you as a dad like nonstop being like my kid likes Blink Ryan not your shitty kid I know <laughs> it's like my kid loves Simple Plan <laughs> Simple Plan your kid would like Simple Plan <laughs> yeah I don't know like it um uh, my kids like Simple Plan <laughs> I failed as a father. <laughs> Um, what kind of gun to your temple? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, uh, I. This is just a really sweet uh, freaking email. Like, yeah, I it thought is. it was just awesome. It is. And uh, I wish we had these to send to you. I'm glad there's like something nice we have on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep an eye out, though, because. Um, Definitely, I will. Uh, and yeah, like yep. I, I send in the link to the marketplace on Facebook. Um, and then we're, I'm going to go ahead probably tomorrow and post like a little message or sometime this week. Like I nice. think if anybody has these hit, hit us up and I'll get you, hopefully we can find these for you, Pete. Cause, yeah. Cause that's awesome. I mean, I wouldn't like, I mean, he could just give his jacket or those patches to his daughter, you know, but, but then he doesn't have it. <laughs> exactly. It's it sounds like something I would do too. I'll be like, I don't want to give her this. I'm going like, to fight him for her. Well, they can't wear them together. That's, that's the whole, true. That's the whole thing. You got the you father got it, daughter. Got I don't, see, this is why I'm not a father. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh man. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna look around see if I have anything similar now I to know this. What's going in the intro? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm not a father. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's sweet. And good luck on your search, uh, Pete, and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And uh, <laughs> they're, if they're out there, you'll find them. Yeah, and if you uh, if you have them, or if you are interested to sell these to this 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 man, um, <laughs> this stranger, um, send uh, us an email at one eighty two podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and one eighty two podcast is also where you can find us on a, a smorgasbord of uh, social media places. We also got uh, Instagrams, Instagrams, and tweets, uh, tweets. One of them Patreon, Patreons with like uh, a couple tiers on there, little little ones. Yeah, we have uh, we've been a little behind on the bonus episodes, but we have a bunch planned. So we'll yeah, get, we'll get caught up here soon. Yeah, they'll be out, they'll be out shortly. And is there anything else going on in the, in the, in the hopper? really talked about um the only thing left to do is put your pants back